Spinning out of control, here we go Foot to the pedal, till it's touching the metal Let's rock and roll, yeah So they need to get them tigers to screech and I beat them Check the flags, last lap, nobody can beat them It's just that it's a party, put it on in the carpool And hear us talk a lot of NASCAR in the audio Singing loud, we don't just want it out of mode We're getting dirty around here, yeah We're in the mall. We're in the marbles Uh, we're in the marbles In the marbles Hey guys, welcome to episode 95 of In the Marbles with Soda and Ethan I am Dale Hartburn Jr. And you can find me on all social media platforms at Viva La Ethan That's a weird handle for your name, I just gotta say Viva yeah, Ethan I'll, Dale Hartburn Jr., you said? Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's a very different that's a very different handle. Yeah. Wasn't expecting that. Okay. Yeah. Uh my name's So you can find me on X at Soda underscore Hunter. Man, 95. Who you got? Um I bet there's no way in a million years you'll guess my number 95. Matt Badinadito. Actually, no. Oh, wow. Yeah. I actually forgot about that. He did drive that 95, almost won with it once. Um, No, my 95 is actually uh, David Green. He drove the number 95 Bush car in the Bush Clash two years. I think it was 95 and 96. Might have been 94 and 95, but it was in the mid-90s. He drove number 95 Bush car in the Bush Clash. That's very interesting. Yeah, how about that? Or at least the uh I'm I'm not sure it was, so it's a weird situation because I didn't know David Green won that many polls and cup. Yeah, but he might for have, a while he was yeah, yeah. He might have won a poll or two in cup because that Bush car was very, very prominent in that Bush clash. He didn't do anything with it, but there was a lot of advertisement with it at the time. I yeah. definitely remember that. Uh but what about you? Uh, my 95 is Matt Badida Ditto. <laughs> so I didn't pick him, but you did, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's I'm, about it. <laughs> I'm apparently, I'm apparently this old guy now that makes a pot of coffee at 7 p.m. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm apparently that person. And not because I have to wake up and go to work like, like you do or my wife does. Yeah. It's just. I like coffee now and it doesn't keep me awake. So I just drink it like a, like hot cocoa or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. So here I am drinking a, a Disney mug, a Ratatouille Disney mug full of, um, holiday Starbucks blend with mo- mocha skinny mix in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, speaking of Disney, uh, big shout out oh, to really? our friends over at Desta. De Stefano's um, Disney. De Stefano's well, Disney. 
they had a cha- name change. Oh, did they? Yeah, they have to change their name now because uh, they're they're becoming a partner with YouTube, and they can't have Disney in the title. Oh so no! What I, they- I think right now, I think they might go to something different later. I think he's undecided because he went to something, but then something else came up, and it's like, oh, that might be cooler. But I think right now it's uh, the Stefano, the uh, Stefano's Diz. Okay. Think that um, D I Z. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Anyway, uh, continue. Congratulations, congratulations to them for hitting eighty thousand views. Do you know why? No. You, do you know why they hit that all of a sudden out of nowhere like they did? They had one they, other videos go viral, right? Uh, yeah. It's um, if if you uh, anybody out there listening, if you're a Disney nerd, like. We are like, you know, Anthony uh, Stefano is. I, I have to pause and think <clears> about how I'm saying his last name. Or me and my wife are. Then you know the various YouTube channels like Mammoth Club and All Ears and DFB Guide and all these channels that post almost daily videos. Some of them do post daily videos about Disney. And there are people on there that, walk the parks and they do the things and they, they have little games and challenges and also give out plenty of information about all this. And one of them from an all ears channel, it, her name is Quincy. She's been there for God, four years, five years now. Mm. And she's easily the most popular one on that channel now. And they got her for an hour on their podcast. Wow. And I mean, if you don't know, if you don't know, or you don't know the, uh, like, I understand, like, like Quincy is like, who's that? Like, what's the big deal? I mean, it's a big deal when you're actively searching out content from these people and you type in all ears or Quincy and just, uh, here I go again. The Stefano's Diz pops up. And all of a sudden, now you're watching an hour-long show about all the behind-the-scenes stuff of what it takes for her to make her videos. Mm-hmm. So, congrats! I watched the entire hour. I was thoroughly entertained with it. It was fascinating. Wow! So, definitely, congratulations yeah. to them. I'm I'm real happy for them. I'm yeah, interested absolutely. to see who they got next because it's a mm-hmm. segment they do now called Creators Corner, and I'm curious to know who they're getting next. I I think we all have a anybody that's a nerd like that has a massive wish list. And I'm sure that he's trying to get the one person I think we all want to get. Who's that? Um, her name is Molly. She used to be at All Ears, but now she's at Mammoth Club because she branched off and did her own thing. Because she, she made her own thing called Mammoth Club. And I think, and them included, I think they all kind of, that's, that's like a top get, though. That's oh. like the most popular one out of all of them. Why don't of all they the just- channels combined. Why don't they aim for? I'm sorry, the 44 is actually JJ Yealy, not Kaz Grala. Um, going back to a conversation that we were having before we started recording, uh, why don't they try I to get Walt Disney? That. Um, well, they had to unfreeze him first. Walt Disney? Yeah, they had to unfreeze him first. I rumor is that he's frozen. He's frozen underneath he's the. He's frozen? Uh, rumor is he's frozen underneath Magic Kingdom. <laughs> why 
Well, I mean, they're going to bring him back. Bring him back to life when they got the technology. Oh, he passed away. You you had to have known Walt Disney has passed away. Who's Disney the guy? Disney Company is 100 years old, dude. Oh, see, no, I didn't know that. <laughs> I did they they were that. just celebrating their 100th uh, year as a company. Like, I have oh, wow. Disney 100 merch from the parks. Oh, wow. you, you did not know this. <laughs> I did not know that. I thought, I don't know. I don't know who Walt Disney is. I thought he was just kind of a sitting in a mansion somewhere counting his money. No, Walt he's, um, he was dead. actually cremated. That's a, that's a, uh, really, that's a, that's a rumor because, you know, he's so big, you know, it's like, oh, you know, they actually froze him underneath. And it's like, no, was he, he's cremated. Like <laughs> big as in like fat or. A big name, dude. Oh, uh, oh, a big name. Yeah. Yes, of course. Well, big name. That's... Yes. All right. Good deal. But, I was gonna yeah, he died in. He was... I think he died in '69. I think it's '68. Oh 69, wow, around there. He died of lung cancer. '69. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, he he wound up dying of lung cancer right right as they were starting to uh, really start breaking ground in Disney World, and his brother. Oh, here we're getting some Disney lore here. His brother, Roy Disney, um, kept the Disney World project alive in Orlando. Mm -hmm. And it opened up in 71, and it wasn't weeks or maybe uh, just a couple of months after it opened, Roy died. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know, basically saying he did that to keep his brother's thing alive, and then it took so much out of him that he wound up passing right after it. Did, uh, crazy, crazy time right there for Disney. Was Walt Disney a, a smoker, like a cigarette smoker? He was. Oh, yeah, he was. He he never gotcha. wanted like kids to see it. You know, he never gotcha. wanted that kind of thing to happen. But he he was. And a lot of um. Gotcha. Here's some more Disney lore. In Disney World, you're not allowed to point with one finger. Now, my uh, cast members and stuff, the employees, they call them cast members. Um. Oh. When my wife worked at a casino down down the road from us, uh, she uh, was not allowed to point either. They because in some cultures it's uh, disrespectful, so they oh. have to do an open palm lead lead you somewhere. They can't point. So, oh, it's that way. No, you, you have to open palm, extend your hand, and point to where it is with your with all your your whole hand out. Wow. That's a less offensive gesture. But in Disney World, they two finger point. Oh. Like the cigarette finger, like oh, yeah, because okay. Disney always there's all these pictures of Disney pointing with two fingers. Well, in reality, they they Photoshop, they probably photoshopped a cigarette out of his hand. But interesting, that's, that's the whole like legend behind the uh, why all the cast members they point with two fingers instead of just one. Some of it could be a cultural thing, but a lot of it could just be a tribute to Walt Disney. Just because that's how he's always pointing it, bro. Wow, I, I, know, I have so much info. It's such so stupid. I could go a whole hour just talking about that crap alone, but that's not what this is. Yeah, yeah. it's your no. fault. You brought it up. I'm sorry. I guess I did. <laughs> um, you know what's really interesting? Talking about Disney and, and Walt Disney. Um, so I was watching the Super Bowl this past weekend. Um, 
where, you know, Kansas City Chiefs kind of won, won the whole thing, you know, next year we're going to go three, three for three. Um, very excited about that. But I was, uh, I was watching the commercials and we went to a friend's house about an hour away. Um, and we were watching it and, uh, I don't know if I, I don't know if I dreamt this or if it actually happened, but Jimmy Hart was on a commercial like locally, it was like a like a furniture shop in Joplin, mm. and Jimmy Hart was like in the commercial. I don't know. I, like I don't I know. Having, I didn't. Obviously, I didn't see that. Yeah. So I thought what the commercials I was that I was watching, everybody was watching, like the local, you know, the local news commercials and stuff like that and i was like wow it's so weird that everybody that's watching the super bowl just watched jimmy hart on a joplin missouri furniture commercial and they're like no so it took me about two and a half hours to understand (laughs) what they were saying um so i really hope uh on this coming sunday for the daytona 500 that commercial gets re-ran and i can record it if i'm fast enough or if i'm you know coherent enough to catch it and i'm going to post it just to make sure that everybody realize uh, that everybody knows that i'm not joking uh i thought that was pretty cool jimmy hart and a commercial in Joplin, missouri <laughs> um did you see where dale jr was in a commercial no i i didn't see it either but i wasn't watching every single commercial because let's face it this year's batch of super bowl commercials were not that good yeah. um they were kind of, a lot of them were cringy, but I feel like the last couple of years they've been that way. But, um, yeah, I, I, I rarely, oh, there goes Mac. He does not like people on pit road. He hates people walking on pit road. You're going to hear, if they show anybody on pit road, you're going to hear this dog go crazy behind me. That is um, wild. <laughs> we got, there he goes. Okay. All right. Oh, well, don't we got qualifying me. on. Both of us have qualifying on. So yeah. So for everybody that's, listening to the podcast right now we do have uh qualifying for the daytona 500 and the duels are tonight as well so i'm right are the duels on no 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 the duels are tomorrow oh the duels are always the thursday oh it's always um the the duels are thursday uh the trucks are friday it's going to be arca and xfinity on saturday and cup on sunday Used to be. Oh, I see. Arco would be Friday, but they moved it to Saturday this year. So on my TV guide thing, it says NASCAR Cup Series Blue Green Vacation Dual One at Daytona, comma qualifying. So I didn't see the qualifying part. I thought. Yeah, I don't know why they labeled it that way. That's so confusing. Yeah, they labeled it as uh, dual qualifying. Like, yeah, that's that's not. They're qualified for the Daytona 500. The dual is like a a race to set your position. Yeah. But this is for the pole, Mac. It's just pit road. Hey, chill out. They're not even going fast. No, it doesn't matter. It's people. There's people walking yeah, on pit road. You can't stand it. it. Makes like anytime you see football or NASCAR or anything like that, it makes it's awful. Wow. Every other play in a football game, he's jumping up, jumping off the couch, walking <laughs> up TV. Okay. And any pit stop, he's just he can't stand it. Some guys run around that car. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's insane. 
Um, so yeah, we're going to be going back and forth talking about a little qualifying as it's happening. I don't know why it's taking so long. It's going, I guess. I, I, what I, I understand, people are having issues getting out of tech. Hmm. Do you know who the first one to qualify is? Mm-mm. Carson no. Hosovar. Well, that's neat. Yeah. That's neat. So his they, first ever. It's, it's by, it's by, uh, just random draw, right? I don't think so. I think it's more based off points. And if you're a rookie, then there's some sort of special thing to go off it. I don't know. I really don't. I'm, I'm too old to be worried about. (laughs) I don't think it's totally off points because I don't like the Gibbs guys are kind of sprinkled around, you know, like I think Hamlin goes off 32nd and I think, or maybe 22nd or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's, it's weird because you figured some of those like the top guys would go off last, but man, I heard them talking Mm -hmm. about, the uh, I heard them talking about with the Toyota and the new car they have because this year Toyota and Ford have new cars, new front ends, right. anyway. Chevy, did they ever do anything to their car? Nope, okay. Um, from what I it's so weird because they're talking about these Toyotas and they say, and uh, they haven't had a single lap of practice on this brand new car. Like, uh-huh. Wow. Can you yeah. imagine? No. <laughs> no, I do not. I don't want to. I would hate to be in that situation, but here we are. You don't know if this car is going to run five mile an hour faster than everybody or five mile an hour slower than everybody. Right. By itself. Like, you have no idea. I mean, you got some wind tunnel data, I guess. I assume they at least put it in the wind tunnel, you know, but <laughs> no. And then, dang, uh, Bowman was talking about. Now, he hasn't even um, got a car up to speed or launched a car off pit road for qualifying since Phoenix. Right. Like, he hasn't even launched a race, a, a, a cup car mm-hmm. since Phoenix. Like he hasn't even been behind the wheel of one. I don't like that. Right. I I don't know. I, do, you, do you see a point to it? Do you, I mean, I feel uh, like they need to, they need to practice. Yeah, they they really they really should, and I think that's what they're going to be doing next season is taking the clash back to Daytona Oval. Um, I don't know that obviously for for a fact, but I think uh, I've been hearing a lot of drivers talk about how how important it is to actually get a couple minutes of practice back when it used to be eight hours of practice. You know, mm-hmm. they're just asking, "Hey, give us one hour, give us two hours." Like, we don't need eight hours, but we just need a little bit something more. But speaking about the Toyotas, as Carson Hosfar is rolling off pit road for his uh, qualifying for the Daytona 500, Jimmy Johnson, do you know where he lives? No, I don't. Bro, he lives in London. God, <laughs> <laughs> you sure it ain't just like a vacation house? He has. Like Jimmy Johnson in a like a radio like thing said, ever since I moved to London, things have been you know whatever he kept on talking about. But I was like, how do you live in freaking London, bro? Like that's wild to me. Uh, just during the off season, <laughs> I I hope so because that's oh, whatever, dude. The heck uh, so yeah, yeah, no joke. 
we do have quite a bit of, not quite a bit of, but uh, a little bit of news. So how do you think about, how do you think about jumping into that? Sure. Go for it. Talladega logo. Let's hear it. Well, I don't, I don't like, okay. Compared to every other logo they've redone, even like the jelly bean logos I call. Right. I call them because there's like three or four of them that have like the exact same jelly bean looking shape with some different image in it. Um, uh-huh. Even compared to all those logos, the Talladega one is the best one. Absolutely. Like by far the best one, but it's still not as good as it was. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm just going to say this. I have never been a fan of Talladega logo. Like the red, like I've never enjoyed it, but it's been so iconic that, you know, you just kind of learn to respect it. So I actually prefer this, this logo over the old one. I mean, I, I get it. It's cleaner. It's a lot cleaner and it's a nice, even little patch with only just a couple of colors that you could just throw on anything. I, I understand it, but. I don't know. I just, I've grown up with that as my favorite track. And that is my logo on right. all my, all my merch, all my Talladega merch and all my Talladega diecast I got since I was a kid. And right. I mean, that was actually, I think they had changed it. I think it used to have like a checkered flag pattern on it. So I think this was, I have to research that. I, I feel like I remember seeing a Talladega logo that had like a uh, black squares on it instead of oh. just the red uh slashes coming off of the the letters and you know going out but i feel like it has already been changed once but i mean it's been this way now the way it is now for like what 20 something years yeah so it's it's hard change is really it's it's difficult this change isn't as bad as it could be it still kind of features that I don't like any of the other logos they made. They they showed yeah. off four of them. I think the one with the actual shape of the racetrack is the best one. Yeah, but you and I, both of our hometown tracks or home tracks, are got a new logo, and I'm I I'd rather I like Talladega new logo more than I like Kansas new logo for sure. I do too. I do too. I don't I don't know what they're doing with those jelly bean logos. I, yeah. They look. They look really dumb to me, but they don't like racetracks. Talladega's logo looks like a racetrack. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally the shape of a racetrack. Right? Yeah. So how about this? Uh, 3Chi is back with Kyle Busch announced earlier today, or it might have been yesterday. I don't know. My days are running. Yeah, One of them days. I saw it. I saw it too. Yeah. Um. I mean, did, what else did he have? Didn't he have something that kind of went against that? Uh okay, so what last season? No, or, didn't he have like didn't he have a new sponsor that kind of goes the other way of something like what three chi offers? I don't uh so you might be thinking of zone, which is a uh it's like a nicotine patch or nicotine gum, I believe. Okay, so three chi like isn't that. anything to do with nicotine, it's straight up like uh cannabis synthetic or, or yeah. oil or something. Yeah, so okay synthetic marijuana stuff like that uh so i mean man you, you go from the candy man and the m&ms to the party man because you've got <laughs> three chi synthetic marijuana then you have uh zone 
which is like uh, nicotine patches or gum. Then you have, you get the munchies, you got cheddars. Uh, <laughs> you got to drive there. So you got Lucas oil. Um, what else? Oh, there was a couple more. Uh, hey, oh, you got bourbon Lucas oil too, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. The bourbon, the bourbon. So, I mean, you got straight party central here. I'm really excited about all these new sponsors. Hey, where's um, that question that Drew had a while back? Or, or somebody has had a question. Well, I don't know if it was Jody or Drew. Somebody had a question. Who would you like to hang out with for a little while? Right now, it'd probably be Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush, in the bourbon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of Drew Vinsel, I have a question. I don't know if you've listened to the the newest episode of Tales from the Estate, but he was talking about how he got a Ross Chastain diecast. Did you hear that? I, uh, was it? Is it one that dropped like, uh, last today? Week. Last no. week. Yeah, I, I, I heard it. Uh, I, but, I, I don't remember it right off the top of my head, like that kind of, it didn't mm. soak into my brain, but I remember hearing that. Yeah. I remember hearing that and I was like, I have to know, is it 124 scale? Is it 164 scale? Is it an elite? Is it ARC? Like I love diecast cars so much that you can't just leave me hanging like that, Drew. Uh, so let me know what that, uh, he, he said what, what uh, diecast it was and I can't remember. Oh my goodness! Oh, it was a Kubota, oh. wasn't it? Oh, it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it had to have been oh something that he found. I I don't know if if he's to the point oh. he's going to Lionel Racing and ordering them. Yeah, because I'm yeah. barely to that okay. point. Like I don't. That's a very rare thing for me to do. He's yeah. It's probably I, something I he found at Target or Walmart. Yeah, good point. I didn't think anything about Walmart or <laughs> Target. I, I was working at the time when I heard that. I was like, oh, man. I automatically assumed it was 124. So I was like, oh, is it an Elite? Is it ARC? Or is it, you know? And I didn't even think about him finding it at Walmart. Um, that's probably a better idea. Uh, speaking of Walmart and the diecast, how did you see Wave 9? Uh, hold on real quick. Uh, for the record, that 51 car, I didn't get a great look at it. That Justin Haley car. Yeah. That is a sweet looking car. Oh, is it? I was not it was looking. really, really slick. It was it was my colors. You know, and that team oh. has my number anyway. 51 or 53 is my number, but 51 is real close. But they, uh, huh. yeah, it was. I think it has some ugly rims. I think it had gold rims on black and white and red, which is weird. But it was my colors, my kind of design. So I was trying to get a look at it but it it went off screen so fast i couldn't get to see it no i have not seen the next wave of uh of cars or if i have nothing really stood out to me okay so uh i'm just gonna zoom through these really fast we have new packaging with this wave as well there's no longer mm. any stickers or magnets or anything that comes with it. it is literally just a car with some new uh i'm new i miss the magnets man the magnets were so I do cool too. Uh, yeah, but it, it's just a new design, kind of a sleek, uh, um, a little bit more of a sleek looking packaging. Uh, so first off, we have Zane Smith in the number 38 2023 Ambetter pink and white car. That's cool. Uh, Corey LaJoy 2023, and I do not know how to say this, Team NEGU. Is that just? Don't even try. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'll walk away Let's from it. Get right by that one. Okay. 
Haley Deegan, 2023 Women in NASCAR number 13 truck. Very That's excited cool. about that, that one. That one did stand out to me. I remember that one now. That one did stand out. Chase Elliott, 2023 Lumar. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, there's, there's, I think my Walmart had like four. I was like, one point, all they had was like four of the last Lumar car on the shelf yeah. before they got anything else in for like a month. Yep. Okay. So next up, we have Kimi Raikkonen in the 2023 ONX Onyx Homes. I, yeah, all right. The, um, the that's that track house car, right? Yes, it's the 91. Yeah. It's the track house guy that didn't win. Yes. Yeah. And that 91 car. Next, we have Brad Kozlowski, 2023 Castrol Edge diecast um i don't I've, see a difference i've always liked the castrol cars yeah you know i just i like their their schemes i like their designs i just i know I, there's certain <clears throat> there's certain products that i tend to like uh on cars a lot more than others yeah and motor oils tend to be like really neat designs to me like, I don't know, maybe it's because it's automotive and it's racy and you know what it is and you can just go to Walmart and pick it up, mm-hmm. you know, instead of what's Lumar. No exactly. Idea. Exactly. Exactly. That's my point. That's but, exactly my point. Like the Napa car's fine. I think they got some ugly schemes nowadays, but I understand Napa's an auto parts store, not auto or part supplier. I get that. Mm. Cool. Um, Lumar, like Hooters is great. I love all his Hooters schemes. Mm-hmm. You know, I like I like just about every one of them, especially the Night Owl. I think that's really cool that they do that. You know, yeah. but anyway. If you want a really nice looking paint scheme, look no further than the next car in this wave, Martin Truex Jr. I in thought you were going to talk about this Dollar Tree car that's on the racetrack right now. <laughs> oh, you're oh, you're ahead of me. Okay, now I see it. Um, no, 2023 Bass Pro Shops Martin Truex Jr. looks very traditional. I'm getting very, very sick and tired of seeing that paint scheme. Uh, next we have Justin Allgaier in the 2023 Brandt 70th anniversary, as well as last but not least, we have the Eric Jones 2023 U.S. Armed Force, and that will be the chase version as well. Of course, it is. How many times is the 43 a chase version? Uh, quite often. Yeah, I have a 43 Chase version of a 164 scale from like two years ago just sitting on my shelf over here right now. It's a color chrome uh, blue. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Heck yeah. That, that car seems like it's always a Chase. Like if there's a 43 in the bunch, that's going to be the Chase. Kind of like if there's a Bubba Wallace in the bunch, that's going to be the Chase. Always, yeah, yeah. It's just I don't, I, whatever. Um, speaking of Lionel Racing, uh, they showed off a few more pictures of the Elite Premier Edition diecast, and it has me feeling a type of way. I, I love diecast cars. I love diecast cars so much. Riley Herps in the fifteen Monster Energy. I hope he does what? good, man. Oh, I hope he does 15? so good. Oh, who's 15? Who owns that? 
Oh, it's that the, the wear Sports, isn't it? Yeah. 15? Yeah. With a is he full time sponsor? No, I don't think he is. I think it's that 15 splitting up time this year with other drivers. Okay. But man, I hope he does good. Look at him. He's already on, on, he's beating pre. Oh, right he's just, oh my goodness. He's right there with the pole. All yeah. right. Um, so as we, as we watch this and monitor, I'm a fan. This, of uh, I'm a, I'm a fan of his. He's, he, we won me over last time he was in the cup. I mean, that's a really sharp looking race car. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, if he, if he can finish ahead of Ryan priest, I don't think he's going to have any problems making the show, but Ryan priest coming back. Oh, it's going to be close, man. Rick Ware racing. Look at that. Good for him. Oh, it's going to be close, dude. They don't tell you, you for a it? long time because I'm already looking at Austin Dillon. Oh, wow. What? Yeah, I you still must be don't like, know. I have no order yet. Oh, you you have to be like 10, 30 seconds ahead of me or something because I just it's, now it's, am looking at it. Maybe about seven or eight. Hmm, okay. Um, really fast. Uh, Lionel Racing did show off new pictures of the Elite Premier Edition uh, 124 scale diecast car. Uh, it's got me feeling a type of way. I love diecast cars. Absolutely love 124 scale diecast cars. This one has all the new tethers. Um, it's a little bit more expensive, but man, I already have the um, Kyle Busch. What is that? Bourbon, uh, uh, Rebel Bourbon diecast uh, mm-hmm. of this particular style, the Elite Premier Edition, just to see kind of what it's all about. Um, I'm very excited about this. You know, when I saw these pictures, these new pictures, like the new Elite Premier Edition has me feeling like William Regal taking a tombstone from The Undertaker. I just feel That's a type of way. So random. So it's random. a it's a it's a good way. You know, it's a it's a good thing. Um, sure. So I'll uh, I'll post a picture when this when this episode drops and everybody will understand that reference um how about frankie munez will attempt to make nascar xfinity series debut at daytona for joey gase motorsports in the number 35 ford mustang uh but it said that munez will run limited xfinity schedule in 2024 and then i put races and i don't know what i was trying to say there um, I don't know. You, ever, what you think we're ever going to see Malcolm in the middle in the cup? Oh, one hundred percent. Kind of doing like, like a it, Riley Herbst thing. Yeah. Maybe next yeah, year. Yeah, like definitely maybe definitely a random, position. maybe a random five hundred try one day. I guess. Yeah, that. absolutely. I don't know if he'll make it, but you know, hey, you know, I you can't hate on the dude for trying. It's yeah. what he likes. He's he's uh, yeah. Not, awful at it by no means i mean you can't you can't blame them i try to if if that was what i really wanted to do and i wanted to go for it and i had any type of name whatsoever like he does heck yeah. yeah put it out there um one last thing of news that just i just saw right before we got on uh to record this episode it looks like Kyle Larson signed with Logan Paul's Prime Hydrate uh, team as an endorsement deal. He he will uh, join Patrick Mahomes and someone else that I didn't recognize as a as a Prime athlete. You think Prime is going to be on the car at one point? 
I, it's hard to, it's hard to not think that, you know, um, I'm, you know how I'm, many I, daggum paint jobs they can have. Well, I mean, he only runs that, that blue and white. Yeah, he, Hendrick. You're right. He only runs one paint job anyway. Right. <laughs> right. And it's HendrickCars.com. So, you know, Hey, more power to them. Get, get a dang sponsor out there that can get you a new paint job once in a while. Yeah. You know, I could have used, uh, some prime last Thursday. We went to my favorite Mexican restaurant. What am I, uh, what are those things? Um, the food was awesome. It's literally one of my favorite Mexican restaurants here in town. Uh, but I, I, I specifically, 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 um, asked them to, to not put the pico de gallo or the, you know, just give me the, the sour cream, give me the, the queso, you know, uh, and they, what are those things? Oh, they're, God, what do you call those things? Um, they're like, uh, violent green beans. What are those things? What? The violent, the violent green beans or peppers, peppers. Thank you. Uh, violent green beans. <laughs> yeah. I could have used some prime to wash that down with violent Please. green beans. <laughs> I have never in my life heard peppers called violent green beans. <laughs> oh. oh, here we are, pal. Um, before we get into our top five tales to watch for this weekend at Daytona, uh, I, I totally, I, t- <laughs> I, uh, I gotta take a break. I gotta take a break. I can't. <laughs> okay. You take a break really fast. Um, I want to wish, uh, <laughs> I want to wish, uh, Josh J a very happy birthday. He celebrated his birthday back on, uh, the fifth, of February totally missed that last week. So I apologize to him. Um, but yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm crying. Okay. Um, you have no idea. That was, that's the funniest thing thing I've ever heard. Oh, at least right now it's the funniest thing I've ever heard, man. Anyway, uh, we are going to take a break and we'll come back and we'll do a top five. We'll keep watching qualifying too and see what's happening here. Um, I guess Hertz is in, huh? It looks like it. I mean, he's setting pretty in second. What? Who is? Is that Austin Dillon? Yeah, Austin Dillon's first right now. Holy! So, I mean, he's ahead of Alfredo, uh, Reagan, Haley, Smith, Hosevar, McLeod, and Yaley. I think at least four or five of those needed to qualify their way in. Yeah, Nemechek is really interesting. Johnson's another one that needs to qualify his way in. But Hurst is ahead of all those. If he's ahead of at least four of them, he's in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. That is really really cool because he can drive the mess out of these these super speedway races. That's an ugly car right there. Goodness gracious. Daniel Hamrick. Is that the 31? Is that what that sponsor is, Circle? Yeah. Show me the oh, paint scheme, uh, bro. What's on the hood? I don't know. It looks oh, like it's water would. It's a bottle of water with like a. Is it a person coming out of it and fruit? I don't know. 
I don't know. It's ugly. Oh, it's ugly. There's the full screen. <laughs> Lord. It it looks it looks something like uh oh here's your favorite Bass Pro scheme coming up. Noah Grayson. Oh yes, that his scheme. I guess it isn't technically Bass Pro, it's tracker boats, right? Yeah. Or Bless Black I mean, Coffee, Black Rifle Coffee, but it's also got the boat sponsor too. Dude, when I saw this paint scheme, I yes, boy, like I love this paint scheme so Ranger much boat. because I was Ranger boats. I'm I, sorry. I, yeah, I was just sitting here thinking, I was like, man, you know how I was watching a clip on X or something, and it was Noah Gregson in the number nine from the the year before he went to Cup, and I was like, man, that was such a good time. In Xfinity is when he ran that paint scheme, like. And then it was like two days later, they announced this paint scheme. And I was like, oh my gosh, let's go. It looks super good. Yeah, he's had some pretty good Bass Pro paint schemes. Um, Well, let's take a break. And when we come back, we'll do the top five. And I want to talk real quick about uh, SkinnyMixes.com. I'm drinking some right now. I said this was a mocha syrup. It's actually an MCT oil mocha syrup, which is a keto-friendly syrup, uh, specifically designed for a keto diet. Coffee syrup that I was able to put in my coffee. I have plenty of flavors from SkinMixes.com. I use them all the time for coffee and actually have some uh, alcoholic drink mixes from SkinMixes.com also to keep some of the sugar out of your uh, favorite margaritas and Cosmos and things like that. Uh, Check them out. SkinMixes.com. Use code MARBLES at checkout for uh, 10% off your first order. Don't let violent green beans get you down. Go to SkinMixes.com. Word. The following announcement has been paid for by the Pulling Up a Chair podcast. Tim here, host of the Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shop podcast. If you're a fan of wrestling figures and the artists that take them to the next level, then I've got a favor to ask of you. Come check out my podcast, Pulling Up a Chair. Each episode, I sit down and talk to figure customizers, figure photographers, set builders, figure collectors, podcasters, and even pro wrestlers. Just search out Pulling Up a Chair with a Chair Shot wherever you get your podcasts, and I hope you'll join me next time right here on Pulling Up a Chair. Hey, we're live, pal, and we'd love for you to come check out our podcast, Tales from the Estate. Each week, we talk about our top five favorite somethings. My beautiful wife, Caitlin, likes to share all sorts of random facts. Yeah. Did you know that cows have accents? We did now. But we also review all sorts of snacks and other great things. And so if you love everything random, I think you'd enjoy Tales from the Estate. So come check us out. Yeah. Okay, thanks. Bye. Hi. I'm AJ. I'm Tyler. And I'm Ryan. And we're Three Brews Podcast. We're a show where us three brothers sit down to talk about brews and everything else. Check out our website, threebrewspodcast.com, and follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Hey, Ethan, Chili's is on track now. Hey, look at that. Yeah. That car <laughs> not, that car don't look good either. I don't think so. I was really excited about that. Uh, I know. Scheme, I thought right? it would be. I thought it'd be interesting. It's just white with a bunch of stickers on it. Yikes! Ooh. Like we'll put a chili here. We'll put a tomato back here. 
And there's a seven. Boom. Got your chili sponsor. Holy moly. That's. Huh. That's different. That's. Wow. Looks like a child now, came up with that paint scheme. Is. Okay. So this is just round one. Now there's a 10 person cutoff. I didn't know they were doing rounds on pole qualifying. I have no idea anymore. I thought it was just straight, straightforward. Just get everybody out there and qualify. I thought so too. Hmm. I know this has got to be riveting audio to everybody, but oh, you know we're watching live. We're watching live NASCAR for the first time. I mean, we watch Clash, but like actual points-paying live NASCAR right here on the show as we're recording. Yeah, you know. So, and this is going to come out tomorrow morning. So, you all know what happened. Well, some of it because we're not going all the way to the end of qualifying. I'm not. We're not going that long. You wanted us to do a top five last week. And you want to go ahead and get into that? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I definitely can. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So uh, top five tales to watch for this weekend at Daytona. Uh, I do have some honorable, honorable mentions. Do you have any honorable mentions? No. Good. I have four. <laughs> Uh, so first one, I put new drivers. Can they be trusted? You know, you're going to be racing up there in the pack, you know, with all these experienced drivers. And we have quite a few drivers out there right now. That's either been away from the sport, like Noah Gregson or, you know, Carson Hosevar, people that don't have a lot of experience, like, uh, Anthony Alfredo, you know, just David Reagan, for example, like, can they be trusted? Do you work with them? Do you try to stay away from them? Do you drop them? So many, so many different things that you could, uh, think about for this weekend. Uh, my third one, I put manufacturer drafting help. Uh, we heard earlier, uh, before we started recording, Denny Hamlin said he doesn't care about the marching orders from Toyota. Normally Chevy, Toyota, Ford, they want you to work with other Ford's Toyota Chevys. So if I'm driving a Chevy, they want me to race with other Chevys or help other Chevys. Um, if Soda's driving a Ford, I they do not want me to help Soda, even though we're friends and we're, you know, whatever. Like I am only supposed to help Chevys. Toyota, uh, Denny Hamlin says he doesn't care what Toyota says. He's going to help whoever will help him win because the best way he can help Toyota is by winning this race. Can't disagree with that. Yeah, pretty, pretty okay with that. Um, I put something you need to watch out for this weekend for like fantasy cup is um, trying to get, trying to predict a driver who can get on pit road cleanly. It is super Hey, hey, hold on just a minute. Can, do you see that 36 car that's uh, apparently died during qualifying? Yeah. Look at the sponsor and look at the R. Like, the sponsor actually says Bush in it, and the R looks just like the Rowdy Energy R. Oh, it does, doesn't it? That's Isn't that weird. weird? That's weird. That's weird. Huh. So... What's happening? Why is why is everybody cheering Alfredo? Is why is everybody cheering? He won't. Anthony Alfredo. Is it be, I mean, he made the top ten. I guess with whoever's coming out left, that means that he's not going to get knocked out of the top ten. So he's got a spot in the next round. Oh, he's sixth. Wow, in the sixty-two was that beard cut or beard? 
something. That's that's weird. It's like it almost says Rowdy Bush too, but like in a different language. Wait, is the fourteen the one having problems? Why is the fourteen almost? I don't know what's going on. I I'm, I, I got no muted. idea. I know it. I don't know what's going on. I don't have <laughs> captions on either. Mostly so apparently we have two rounds of different people qualifying because there's a lot of names not in this round here. Huh. Shaking his head. No, I don't know what's going on. That's very interesting. How do you pronounce it? It gets sorted out. We'll know. Yeah. R- <laughs> it almost looks like Rudy Rowdy Bush. Bush. It does almost look like Rowdy Bush. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, <laughs> going, I'm sorry. Going back to this. No, you're fine. Uh, pit, pit road woes. Uh, very easy to make a mistake getting on or off pit road. Uh, biggest race of the season. This is our Super Bowl. This is the first race of the season. This is the, this is the race that everybody wants to win. You have to be good on pit road. That's even including the pit road of uh, the pit crew. You cannot be missing. Well, you can't miss a lug nut anymore, but no loose wheels, you know, Pit crew has to be on on top of their game as well. Uh, my last honorable mention, I put someone that was not on the list uh, until you we were texting before we started recording tonight. Martin Truex Jr. trying to win his first Daytona 500 ever. This is his 20th attempt, just like Dale Earnhardt Sr. Could it be his year? It absolutely could be. He better be in your fantasy cup uh options to choose for this daytona 500 mm-hmm. and uh, who's your number five well first off i figured out what was going on oh okay um anthony alfredo uh just made the race on time oh nice uh, apparently hertz was already in it because they have a i guess they have a charter the 15 does so apparently he was already in it alfredo is now the because of the 36 problems alfredo is now one of two guys, there's only one more guy that hasn't gone yet that has to race their way in, qualify their way in on time. And that would be Jimmy Johnson. Oh, wow. So now yeah. that means the 62 is in. And if Johnson can't uh, go ahead of the 60, I believe, then the 60's in. But if he does go ahead of the 60, then Johnson's in. Interesting. That, so that's what's going on. And then for the duels, there's two more spots open between four drivers. All right. That's that's what's going on. My number five of stories to watch. Uh, it's a selfish one, first off. It's for our fantasy group, our fantasy cup series. It's a double points race for the fantasy cup. Oh, yeah. We're, that's, that's the tale. That's the tale for Daytona right there. We are starting off the season double points. So you can start off way out ahead, or you can start off in a deep hole, and you have to climb your way out of it all year long. So be mindful when you make your picks. Yeah, a lot of pressure, not only on the track, but a lot of pressure in our fantasy cup. Uh, Speaking of fantasy cup, I still need one person's uh, championship prediction, which is Benji. Yeah, my brother, isn't it? Yeah, Yeah. I'll get a hold of him. I've been trying to get him to. Okay, no problem. He's got to Daytona. (laughs) Yep, that's that's right. Uh, So my number five, let me... Ooh, let me get there real fast. I don't know what just happened to my phone. My number five, I put Kyle Larson looking for his first Daytona 500 win. Um, I mean, he just ran. I think he just won a high limit sprint car race last night. Dude, you can't overlook this guy. 
you know, and if you're new to the podcast, if you're new to the fantasy cup, uh, every week we do these top five tales to watch for this weekend, Daytona, Atlanta, whatever. Uh, if you're, if you're undecided, if you can't really ch- think about who to pick, uh, you can always listen to the top five tales to watch between soda. And I, uh, also starting this week, I will be going over to three Brews podcast to talk a little bit about the top five tales to watch for that upcoming, uh, week. So if you're kind of like sitting there thinking like, I don't know who to pick or just kind of pay attention to the top five tales to watch every single week. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll go on with my number four. Uh, Stuart Hot Hoss Racing. I feel like we need to really pay attention to them this weekend because this weekend could set Ooh. the whole pace for their entire yes. season. They had a bad year last year. They've got two drivers coming in this year right out of the Xfinity Series. Two very successful drivers out of the Xfinity. Well, I think one one had over half a year last year in Cup and bad equipment. And I don't know if Stuart Haas's equipment is considered good nowadays, but it's definitely not bad equipment. It's mid-tier right now, but I don't think Tony Stewart's very happy with last year, and he wants to turn that around. So they're going to be throwing everything at this year, and especially the State 2500, so I think we need to watch Stuart Haas. And speaking of Stuart Haas, currently 6th, 7th, and 8th, uh, but 2022 Daytona 500 champion Austin Sindrick just went second on the board in qualifying. Still not number well, one Austin's spot. Austin's 1-2. Yeah, that number one spot still taken by Austin Dillon. Uh, as who is this? Oh, is this Jimmy Johnson? This, this is Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson, Johnson, isn't it? This, All is, right, uh, this is a big one. Let's just I mean, take a you, minute. Is he coming to the green right now? Uh, he just he got off pit road. Yeah, yeah, he's coming to he's right against the wall. So, yeah, if you ever watch qualifying, they have one timed lap, they'll come off pit road and, and they'll ride the wall all the way around the racetrack until they get to the green flag. And they do that because the higher up on the racetrack you go, it makes the track longer. And that's, it takes a minute for these cars to get up to speed with the high gears and the different things that have manipulating the airflow and the intake and stuff like that. It takes longer to get these cars up to speed than it would like at any other track, basically. So they make the track as long as they possibly can by like rim riding the wall all the way around it. And then they get the green flag. They'll be right on the yellow line the rest of the way, trying to make the track as short as they can. And this doesn't look good, does it? So uh, for everybody listening, he has to finish ahead of, or he has to qualify ahead of the 60 of David Reagan right now. That's just to lock them in now. Just to lock it. He still has the duels, but this is like to guarantee a spot. And I will be spoiler if you want me to. No, don't. Hang on. Oh, it's not looking good, bro. It's not looking. It didn't look good at all. Did he already finish the lap with you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'll try to pause it and get synced up with you if I ever watch the Daytona 500 with you. Yeah. I'm not spoiling everything that happens. Like, okay, oh my well, gosh, Cobb sure. track. Like, wait a minute. Oh. We're just in turn four. <laughs> they haven't taken the green flag yet. <laughs> those are those are fighting words. So you should know that by now. My goodness. Uh is it, who's where did you leave off? Four? I said my four, and 
I think you were saying you're for, or you were about to say okay. for. Here comes uh, another Legacy Motor Club race car here, Eric Jones. Very interested. I saw him getting pushed behind the wall before qualifying, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, looks like he's doing uh, double, or double. I, I've seen the word bubble. Uh, looks like he's doing a little bit better than 10, so that's not too bad. Uh, my fourth Tales to Watch would be Ryan Blaney. Uh, very confident like his confidence is at all-time high obviously 2023 nascar cup series champion uh he is good at super speedways i'll say he's good at talladega more than daytona but the success that he's had at talladega can that translate to his first ever daytona 500 win (laughs) uh very well could i mean he's definitely a, a super speedway driver for sure my number three will be RFK. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you had a lot of success last year with RFK, but you have one driver that's never won the 500 who is really good at restrictor plates. and or I keep saying that, but you know what I mean. He's mm-hmm. Brad Keselowski. I mean, I, I think everybody's, I think the fact that everybody's picking him to win means he probably won't win it, but there's a reason why everybody's picking him. I mean, a lot of people are picking Brad Keselowski to win the Daytona 500 this year. Yeah. And I I can't say that's a bad pick at all. You know, so RFK, that's a... Especially if uh, Keselowski and Busher can get to the front and stay together, that'd be an interesting team to watch. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be the last time we hear Brad Keselowski's name at all. Uh, let me see here. Uh, my number three, there's there's a trend. If you're if you're listening, you're probably hearing me saying this driver's looking for his first Daytona 500 win, which is our Super Bowl. It's the biggest race of the season for us. So there's a lot of drivers, a lot of well-known named drivers out there that are looking for their first win in the Daytona 500. This driver, my number three, is not him. Uh, my number three is looking for his fourth. Daytona 500 win, <laughs> Denny Hamlin. He knows how to get it done. He's actually about uh, the next in line to go qualify as we're watching currently. Denny Hamlin, he, I'm sorry if you love him, if you hate him, if you don't care about him, he knows how to get it done at Super Speedways. And he especially knows how to get it done at the Daytona 500. So you really have to you know, make sure that he's in, in the options for the Fantasy Cup. You know, I heard an interesting stat about him and his Daytona wins. Uh, they all came with the old car. Since the Ooh. new car, his best finish is 17. Yikes. Oh, I like that. Yeah. How about that? Maybe he's not quite the guy for this car with this track right now. Maybe. Maybe it's passed him by. Next-gen car, maybe, maybe <clears throat> Super Speedway Racing ain't, ain't him no more. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, my number two is going to be a Chase Elliott bounce back. Didn't win a race all year last year. You know, this, of course, is the biggest race of the year. His dad's won this race twice, I believe. I think he won in 87 and 85. Um, yeah, just, I don't, he hasn't won this race either. I don't believe has he? He Yes. No, he hasn't. So yeah, I'm looking for a Chase Elliott bounce back he's you know of course he's with Hendrick he's probably going to sit in the top two rows anyway mm-hmm. so to start the race I don't know why he hasn't won this race yet 
I've, I've witnessed him win Talladega live and in person. It could very well happen. And yeah, it'd be a good way to start the season for him considering how bad it went last year. Yeah. Here comes Denny Hamlin on the racetrack to qualify for the Daytona 500. While we continue going down the list, uh, my number two, Kyle Busch. Should be no surprise to anybody, Kyle Busch. This is the last big race that he needs to win. He has won everything else besides this. Uh, We were talking about how it was his 20th attempt. It is actually not. He did miss the Daytona 500 in 2015 because he broke his leg and his foot uh, the uh, the day before on Saturday before the Daytona 500 in 2015. Uh, I... This is clearly who I'm choosing for my fantasy cup uh, pick this week, Kyle Busch. It's it's time. It's beyond time. It's been time. We have to get this win so we can, for one, stop hearing about how we've never won the Daytona 500, and two, I mean that's this is all he has left to do, in my opinion. And then he can sail off into the sunset. It's just I would like to be. I would like to witness a Kyle Busch Daytona 500 victory, even if it's not in person, just live on my TV before he retires. The time is now. This is our time. We got to get it done this year. Um, uh, real quick, if you notice the 11s in car, Denny's pulling on the uh, window net as no, he's, he's driving. Yeah, I, I, he what he's doing, he's pulling that window net out of the wind. Like he's okay. keeping the the drag off the car, right? Yeah, it's he's driving this car with one hand at a hundred and what uh, seventy eight miles an hour right now. Yeah. Oh dang, I've been that fast at Talladega just about. What the heck? They need to speed these cars up. Um, I think what they're doing is they're putting their hands up in that little area. Like, I mean, yeah, to, yeah you know, they're, to, they're, they're blocking air. They're blocking yeah. air coming into the car. That's right. But I mean, even with doing, good lord, even with doing that, he's still 16th fastest, which is not Mm -hmm. very impressive. Maybe these Toyotas, and who knows? Maybe it's not not a good, like single car super speedway running, you know, type of car. I don't know. Maybe it'd be good in the pack, and maybe it'd be good on intermediates. But maybe the super speedways ain't what where it's at. Like raw speed by themselves, you know. Well, I mean, let's see. Chevy, Ford, 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 first, Ford, yeah, Chevy, first Ford. 11. Good Lord. Oh, and that's Eric Jones. My goodness, what's going on? What did I say? Uh, wow. Legacy. Top Toyota. I said pole. They're not getting pole. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, my number one. Watch out for the unconventional drivers. Meaning yes. drivers you don't normally see up front all of a sudden having a chance to win this race. Ricky Stenhouse. Bubba Wallace. I'll say Bubba Wallace because he isn't always yeah. competing for wins. He occasionally does, but he isn't always. But on these tracks, he always competes for wins. Yep. Um, Austin Dillon. He's yep. sitting on the front row right now. Austin Sendrick. He won this race two years ago. And How about that guy? Said- car. Yeah. Oh. Uh, What's his name? Dagum. Um, uh, Michael McDowell. Michael McDowell. I knew that. Watch. What about watch for these people? Corey LaJoy. What about? Yeah. What about that guy sitting in third right now? That's weird. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. Don't. Don't put. Don't put Harrison Burton in this group here. Don't do that. Yeah. 
And I don't know why he's up there, but as soon as another car gets around him, he ain't gonna be up there. Um, yeah, no. Uh, also, there's uh, one more to think of. Uh, Almendinger. Watch Almendinger, for these yeah. un- watch for these unconventional drivers. Some of them might be good sleeper picks. If one of them ends up winning, nope. Like last year, nobody in our fantasy cup picked Stenhouse. Nobody. Nobody picked the Daytona 500 winner last year. And between me and Ethan, he thought I was crazy in 2022 when I picked Cindric. I sure did. And who won the race? It was Austin Cindric won the race. Yeah. First, like right off the bat as a rookie. Yep. Wins the Daytona 500. Just. It's not a bad thought if you want to watch the dual races. Don't pay attention to who's leading all the time. That's no, not yeah. Bad. Chill out. You you don't need to pay attention who's leading these races because that's not what it's about. What it's about in a dual race is to see who's making moves. Who who can move their car back and forth, top line, bottom line, gain some spots. Yeah, they might lose some spots, but they gain them right back. Who can make moves? That's who you need to look for in the duels. And that's who you need to look at as far as uh, who you could pick. You don't need right. to just pick the guy that's going to be out front the whole time because you don't know what their car's going to do in the back of the pack. You have no idea what they're, they don't know what their car's going to do in the back of the pack. You know, so yeah, look for speed, but also look for that, that person that's moving back and forth through the field. All right, go ahead. Yeah. My number one tails watch for this weekend at Daytona is Brad Kozlowski. Uh, good. He is really, really good at super speedways. It doesn't matter if it's Daytona, Talladega, even Atlanta, if you want to consider that, I don't do that, but you know, you can totally consider it. Uh, looking for his first Daytona 500 win. It, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And it might as well just happen this Whoa, No, 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 it will not happen this year. Uh, maybe next year, Kyle Busch is winning this, this season, uh, this Daytona 500 this year. Uh, <laughs> but Brad Kozlowski is not a, uh, is not a bad pick. If you're looking to, uh, optimize your hundred point or double point race for sure. All right. I think that's going to do it for the show, man. Yeah. I hate that. We're not going to be able to watch all qualifying, but this is going to be a two and a half, three hour show if we do. So yeah, I think that's going to do it. We're going to finish out qualifying on our own off the show. And, uh, we'll probably tweet about it, talk about it tomorrow or when the show comes up, it'll be today. Later on today, we'll mention it, probably tweet out something, the night before, if you look, go back and look at our, our feed. But um, we'll go through the uh, podcast drafting partners real quick. The Fully Postable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Also, the Drunk Wrestling History Podcast. Uh, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. That's another really good one. Uh, Howling with the Wolf with Jason Wolf and also his Chop Shop. Great stuff. I, I love all his action figures that he makes. Um, the Stefano's Diz. We were just talking about them earlier. Another big shout out to them. And also something I never do, but I need to start doing more often. But you tend to shout him out a little bit during some of the uh, ones that you have. But big underscore Bane. I just shout out to him because he makes our intro that we play every week. 95 episodes now. Never had an episode without that intro. That's crazy. That we found our intro. He made that intro so good. We're just keeping it the entire run of the show. I don't care how long it takes. Right. We're just going to keep it through the whole thing. Yeah. And also check out his music. Some of his 
my favorite personal stuff is some of the later stuff that he's done. It's more my vibe. But also, if you like, you know, more of a rap style, check out his music. Bane, B-A-Y-N. Uh, you can f- I find him on Google Music, but you can find him anywhere. So uh, go check him out. He got Ethan. Yes. Speaking of big underscore Bane, go check out the archives of Breakroom Bane's Power Hour. Hopefully that'll be coming back. Um, but in the meantime, go check out Saturday Morning Rumble Wheel with Brian Breaker and Daniel Cross. As I'm losing my voice, TB Toycast with Brian Breaker and Jeff Toon filling in for our friend Travis Fowler. Go listen to the archives if you know it's fake, right? Where both Soda and I were special guests. It's on sabbatical. Speaking about uh, big underscore Bane again, it's on sabbatical. Go, go listen to No Holds Barred with Bill Benis and go check out Bill's new book, Shoot Ya Tales from a Pro Wrestling Veteran, uh, on Amazon. Stolen Gimmicks Pro Wrestling Podcast with Joe and Jordan. I know Jordan or uh, Joe has been messaging me like crazy trying to figure out what, when to watch qualifying and the duels and the 500. He is ready. I, I'm telling you, I think Joe from Stolen Gimmicks is going to be a sleeper in our Fantasy Cup. He's he's taking this very seriously. So I'm very excited to see what uh, what they're going to do in the 500. Uh, you heard their commercial earlier. Go check out Tales from the Estate with Drew and Caitlin Vinsel with cameos from the newly the birthday boys actually Rocco and Cole's birthday is today I believe my days are are absolutely <laughs> blending together I'm actually wearing my Tales from the Estate uh, t-shirt right now not didn't mean to do that but happy birthday to Rocco and Cole turning the big t t t uh, big t w o uh, for life. Whatever. I don't know what. For, no. <laughs> for life. Uh, no, but <laughs> yeah. Uh no, they're turning two today. That's awesome. And they're so freaking adorable. I think like babies are ugly. Those oh, two kids. What? <laughs> I think I mean they just look weird. But like those two kids, Cole and Rocco, are literally the most adorable kids i've ever seen in my life uh go check out tales from the estate you also heard the commercial for three brews podcast with aj ty and ryan uh literally one of my favorite podcasts of all time uh do not forget about the pit stops and pints segment where i will be on to chat a little bit to chat all about nascar answering questions talking fantasy cup and reviewing the next week's race obviously daytona 500 uh this week's episode of Three Brews Podcast is going to be pretty much exactly what you heard from uh, the top five tales to watch. Uh, but I'm going to go over there. I'm going to answer the questions, fantasy cup questions, anything that they have for me. I'm going to answer it. I'm going to kind of review uh, the Daytona 500 over there. So very excited about that. And that's all I got. If um, you have any of like if you like any of the ones that I put in there, you can throw one of mine in there too if you want to. It ain't gotta be just. Oh, I'm planning about. on it. Yeah. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening to this week's show. Please rate, review, and follow us on all the social media platforms: Twitter and or X and Instagram at In the Marvels Pod. You can find us on Facebook as well. You can email the show at In the Marvels Pod at gmail.com. You can check out whatamaneuver.net for our t-shirts. Just scroll down to uh, the search by store tab. Scroll down to In the Marvels. I've got to get a T public thing set up. Um, the Belt is well on its way in development. I've just got to come up with some decent uh, graphics to put on it, and it is happening. If you still want to contribute to it, 
uh, because we are a little bit short. We're kind of eating it a little bit on it, which is it's fine. That's what it is. But if you do want to contribute to it, even if we go over the amount that the belt actually will cost, all of that will just go into a prize pool anyway, and it will be given back to the Fancy Cup. So anything you contribute is just going to be given back to the participants. It isn't like we're keeping anything. You know, yeah. Um, if you do want to contribute to it, you can PayPal me. Uh, it's Dunlap Racing 53 at yahoo.com. D U N L A P Racing 53 at yahoo.com. And it'll have a picture of me and my wife on it, I think. It won't look like soda, but trust me, Dunlap Racing 53 at yahoo.com. That is me. Um, also, go to skinnymixes.com. Use code MARBLES at checkout to get 10% off your first order. That's a great way to support the show. And if we get out here, got anything you want to add? As always, peace. Love and all of the above. And we'll see you next time in the marbles. <laughs>